Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. I'm the only one drinking, though. This is not nearly as fun. I should have had you on, Monique, post-baby. Yes. Yes. I'll come back. Okay, good. You just breastfeed the baby, put it down, and then we'll take shots. (laughs) (laughs) We really need that. Oh, Lord. All right. 
right, you guys. I'm so excited about the crew today. Some famous faces, popular radio personalities. I can't wait to get into this full conversation. And this comes like post second episode or part two of the reunion on Bravo last night for Real Housewives of Potomac. I am talking about Monique Samuels. She is here. You guys know her as one of the stars of Real Housewives of Potomac. She also has the blog Not For Lazy Moms and just launched her very popular podcast Not For Lazy Moms as well. She is joined by her co-host on Not For Lazy Moms, a woman who is fabulous, been in radio, already been on this podcast. Allie Jacobs is here as well. Hi, ladies. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I am so excited you're here because there was so much drama last night. Oh, so God. good. It was so, so good. good. So I've draining. Been, <laughs> seriously, I don't know what, I mean, honestly, that's why I was like, God, I hope you're bringing all your essential oils. You need like oh, a, a hell of a lot. You need like lavender, all the ones. Everything. Everything in the whole cabinet. <laughs> to de-stress you. It was crazy. Yes. Luckily, I'm pregnant because it actually keeps me centered and it keeps me calm. I always tell my husband I turn into him when I'm pregnant because really? he's so laid back. He is. He is. Yeah, he's I, so not for the drama. He so. seemed so laid back last night. And I loved yeah. at the end of the episode where he was like, I just want to say that I love Monique. Oh, I, my know. God. <laughs> oh, he's, I know. He's, he's so cute. I love him. Awesome. He's amazing. <laughs> well, look, we're going to cover it all. I've been listening to your podcast, Not For Lazy Moms, which I really enjoy. Um, you know, I'm thinking about having a kid next year, which is kind of crazy. Oh my uh, God. Yeah, I'm going to have geriatric really? pregnancy. Yes, for I, real. I hate how they call it a geriatric pregnancy if you're like over, what is it? It's so rude. If you're over, over 35. 35. Yes. What? Yeah. I'm going to be 35 this year. <laughs> stop playing. Okay, well, I'll be 35 when I try and conceive. I have no idea if I even can, so I might be calling you because I need all the womb oils. Oh, I'm going to give you everything, even all the detoxing and everything, oh. which is our next episode. I was listening yeah. to some of it this morning, and it's hilarious, but it has great information. Yeah. About, okay, wait, what's the next episode? About, like, detoxing. preparing to get, oh, just detoxing yeah. in general. But what we talked about was some of the things that Chris and I did together before um, we got pregnant to help us get pregnant. And we were pregnant in less than two months and didn't even realize it. Really? Um, yeah, but the, the cleanse we did was amazing. And, and it's important for both you and your him. spouse or him or whomever to detox together. And so honestly, people, yeah. I feel like like physically it's great for you, but also mentally, because then you stop thinking about, you know, the stress of becoming pregnant. Am I ovulating? What do yeah. I need to do? All this stuff. It just kind of makes you focus on something else, which I think is helpful. Oh, yeah, definitely. OK, well, I'm going to need all that. Yeah. No, I'm actually looking forward to the geriatric part because I hope I'm like bedridden. I can just do this from bed. <laughs> do you no, know? You do not want to do that. <laughs> Apparently, like every time you go to the doctor, yeah. uh, it says in huge letters, like it will say Sarah Frazier geriatric pregnancy. No. Really? I swear every ultrasound. Yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I oh can't wait. Yeah. I never knew about this. I'm so excited. I can't wait to just eat whatever. Dan's going to wait on me hand and foot. And I would love to be in the bed where they just like roll you back and forth. Oh I'll do the God. podcast you live. Up. Yeah. You make it sound so fun. <laughs> oh, I go nonstop. I know you both are type A women. And you know, you run around hell every day. And you're like, you know what? No, I, w- I want an excuse. And like, I even feel guilty watching TV. I'm like, God, this is time I could be, I could be doing something towards my business. Oh. Oh my God. So like, then I'll have to be, I'll use the baby as excuse. Can't move. Got oh, Got to stay in bed. Well, for one me, of our episodes is about babies being excuses too. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's just crazy because for me, it drives me insane because I'm such a busybody and I physically oh, I can't push myself beyond a certain point or I'll spend the next two days on the couch. Like it literally just happened to me last weekend. Like uh, I, I, I just couldn't do anything. I was so exhausted. It's like, oh, I it makes you sit down and you literally can't do anything. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, well, I will be calling you. Okay. Uh, I want to read two commercial spots. We are live on Facebook. We are live every Monday and Wednesday. Be sure to share this episode. Monique Samuels is here from Real Housewives of Potomac. You are going to want to share this with a big Bravo fan. Allie Jacobs is here. They also have a very popular podcast called Not For Lazy Moms. You can get it on iHeart, their app, as well as iTunes. Right, ladies? Yes, are you iTunes, on iTunes? Google Play, and Stitcher. Okay, cool. So we're going to talk more about that. I need to thank Casper, who's a sponsor of the show. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google, Casper is becoming the internet's favorite mattress. Uh, The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. I love that. Probably helps when you're preggers. Because you're like sleeping for like two, oh and you God, can yes. only sleep on your side, right? It's it's uh, it's so miserable. My hips hurt. <laughs> oh my God! Like, I it bet. wakes me up. My hips are hurt so bad it wakes me up. Okay, yeah. I'm sending you a Casper mattress. Thank Free you. shipping and returns <laughs> in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, you can be sure your purchase. Uh, be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100 night risk free sleep on it trial. You can go to casper.com backslash heyfrage. Enter code heyfrage. You get fifty dollars off. Boom. We also have to thank Dr. Mary Alexander, who is a periodontist in uh, Germantown, Maryland. She sponsored the last live podcast show. She's got total dental care there in Maryland, and she's a one-stop shop in dental services, accommodating children to adults. Anything you need, totaldentalcaremd.com. So make your appointment. And then one last sponsor, Dr. Mintz. We have to thank him as well. He gets you your medical marijuana card, which I... Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I know. Uh, I have anxiety. Um, I have uh, sleep depression. I can't sleep. Oh, gosh. What we else? need to get what you some things? oils, too. <laughs> get you a Try diffuser. that before the weed. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. that with some gummies. Oh, you'll be knocked out. <laughs> uh, DrMids.com. He's right in Bethesda. Patients or potential patients can schedule an appointment or a consultation online. Call 855-646-8963. And in addition to having concierge medical practice, he also performs body sculpting so you can look your best at any time with True Sculpt 3D. So check out Dr. Mintz. Okay, ladies. So last night, part two of the reunion of Real House Housewives of Potomac. And Monique, I feel like this season, like everyone was after you. Oh my God. If it wasn't me, it was Karen. <laughs> we oh, were just like getting tag team. Like seriously. Um, I don't know what it is. I just feel like uh, Karen and I had the most going on. Uh, and instead of people supporting what we were going through, it was like, oh, let's just jump on them. <laughs> you know? So. Okay, what was the biggest challenge though? Okay, because you were accused of drunk driving by Ashley. Right. You know, then, I mean, Giselle Robin had issues with you all season. Bringing the Sherman's ex in or whatever. Sherman's yeah, right, ex. Right, right, right. So Which, what was most difficult? What was most difficult? Difficult was when I'm giving my side and then they are still just like, I don't want to hear that. We just want to be mad at you. (laughs) You know, so it's like no one wants to accept what I'm telling you, whether you feel like it's true or not. You just want to pick a fight, you know, with the whole Sherman X situation. That was interesting because um, I had no intention on just bringing her on the show. Sherman's ex, her name is Kendall. Um, She's a wonderful woman. She's really cool. She's a friend. And she and I have been cool for like two years. So it wasn't even one of those situations where I just like met her and said, I'm bringing you on the show. And that's what they kept trying to make it seem like. Right. And I'm like, um, we have hung out several times. She's been invited to the same events y'all were invited to off camera. Same as I, you know, I right. went to her uh, her uh, boyfriend's birthday party. And whenever she has uh, anything, she invites me to it. So it's not something that just happened out of nowhere. Um, so for Giselle to sit back and make it seem like I just concocted this all because of her and I became 
friends with her just because of Giselle. I'm like, girl, don't nobody think of you that much. Sherman don't even think of you that much. So just stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love seriously. when you were like, I don't need to bring anybody on this show to ruffle your feathers. I can just wake up and do that. Like, come on. Oh, <laughs> but gosh. I mean, I have to think. I don't know. You got. You have to tell us how your fans reacted. But I have to feel like the whole drinking and driving thing must have been so damaging. I mean, you're oh my a mom. God. You're a businesswoman. Oh, I felt like that awful. was like, oh, shit. You know, that's rough. It was. And, you know, a lot of people, even people who support me, they were just like, just stop talking about it. Just stop talking about it. And I, I totally hear what they were saying. Oh, yeah. But let you be in that situation where you know exactly what happened. You know what's been going on in your life and you know how you ended up in that accident. And then you prepared to I mean, then you, you know, proceeded to drive home sober who gets in an accident drunk and then drives home sober like how does that happen right, you know this makes no sense right, and it's right. so frustrating so that's the reason why I, I kept you know going back and forth and just being adamant about my side in my story because I'm like y'all weren't even there now had I got arrested and got a DUI mm-hmm. and you want to keep talking about it fine at least then I could just say, yes, I messed up. This is what happened. Um, you know, I'm going to do better, whatever. But because I know that's not what happened, it's so frustrating. You yeah. know, so uh, it was just that was definitely like the worst part of my season. And it actually took away from the storyline that I had along with some of the events that I put on because so much of the drama focused on that story that everything else I did just didn't even exist anymore. Which I think I've read this, but what is, how did the accident go down? Like, because Ashley makes it sound like you all had had lunch earlier that day, had been drinking at lunch, then you got in the vehicle and then, you know, you had said that you'd kind of fallen asleep. She had a different version of what she thought happened. So what is, I mean, I think you've said this, but to say it again, what is the truth? Well, just to put it short, um, when we are in a filming season, um, anytime someone cancels, there's like, say for instance, the, the cameras are set up to be with us whenever they can. Now, if someone can't be there, there has to be another person that those cameras can catch. Well, all year long, it seemed to be me. The cameras were in my house every single day. Ah. I have two young kids. People, you know, they, they want to focus on the fact that I kept saying I needed a nanny. Um, I didn't have a nanny prior to doing the show. Didn't need one. You know, I right. take care of my kids. I'm very hands-on. Um, but when I'm filming... It is a lot of stress. Just having the cameras on you in your own home for a few hours is very stressful. Um, My kids had to go into school full time. So now I'm waking up even earlier. And then, you know, they want to see me get my kids ready for school. So normally if I'm getting my kids ready for school, they wake up at seven o'clock and then I rush on out the door. But if I have cameras around, I have to get up even earlier so that I can get myself fully dressed, get my kids together, pack their lunch, make their breakfast, take them to school. Now they're following me to school, which slows me down because there's cameras involved. So if I'm doing this every single day for two weeks while my husband's in camp with his football team, it's going to wear on you. Waking up at 4.35 in the morning and then not going to sleep until midnight or one in the morning the next day. So this has been a pattern. And you know, with anyone, when you get used to a pattern that you have, you don't think about the fact that you're exhausted. So that same day that I got into the accident, my sister had actually flown in town because we were going to Nemo Colon. So she flew in. Yeah, good spot. Yeah, that was the first day in two weeks that I actually had help. So you know how it is. Like when you mentally, it's like, yes, it's like I'm free. (laughs) So Ashley, Candace and I um, filmed earlier that day. And then when we left, my sister was like, don't worry about the kids. I got them. I'm going to go pick them up. 
You don't have to get them. Right. Don't rush home. You're good. So I'm like, oh, good. I need to do some shopping. I need to eat. So I'm like, Ashley, you want to grab something to eat? She said, yes. We went across the way, got some food. Um, and that was around, you know, 12 noon. My accident didn't occur until almost 4.30, somewhere around there in the afternoon. Right. So, um, so, yeah. So mind you, that morning I had been up since, you know, about 5 a.m. Um, and this is like two weeks, you know, yeah. of doing this. So we go eat. Um, I always have a two drink minimum. You know, I mean, two yeah, drink maximum. Sure. I keep saying that wrong. I always have a two drink max. If I know I have to drive and I have other things to do, I'm not going to sit there and get slop, you know? Right. <laughs> so uh, we, we eat lunch. Um, we sat there for a good hour and a half, two hours uh, with a meal. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like I'm just drinking off of nothing. So we're eating lunch, had two martinis. Um, I ordered, uh, the first drink I ordered was a, a Moscow melon or something. And we were sitting outside and it was 90 degrees. Okay. It totally got watered down. I took a sip. I was like, eh, I don't want this. Can I get a martini? No ice, you know. So we're drinking. Um, we're eating. I had a burger. We then go inside to the bar. I carried that same drink into the bar. So maybe that's where she's getting all of these drink numbers from is because okay. she's seeing me carry around the same drink. And I'm a slow drinker. So anyway, um, we we have lunch. When we left, uh, she said, you know, she was going to head home. And I was like, are you good? She said, yeah, I'm good. She said, are you good? I I'm, I'm said, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to finish doing some shopping and then I'm going to head home. Right. I shopped for like at least an hour after that. So she says she left, and now she's making up this whole story about her sitting in the car, which we've never heard. I know. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of I was sudden, in my car in the garage. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's trying to prove her point even more that, oh, no, we were wasted. Who knows whether she was wasted or not. First of all, I didn't count her drinks, and I paid the bill. Normally, when you're paying the bill, you're, like, <laughs> right, counting right. to see, like, yeah. whoa, whoa, you need to slow yeah. down. Come on. I'm treating. What are you doing here? <laughs> but, but no, so um, I paid the bill and everything. The, the bill wasn't even over 100 It was, like, $90. And we had lunch on top of that and appetizers, you know. So I'm like, girl, I still have the bill. I know how many drinks I ordered. <laughs> like, seriously. So for her to take that and try to make that even more of a – um, yeah, yeah, she was she was drunk and she, you know, it was just it was so bogus. Um, I did not stumble out of there. I, there was no sign of even being tipsy in the least bit. Right. So I proceed to shop. I do some shopping around, get in the car. I'm sitting in traffic for a good 40 minutes. And then finally, um, I don't know if you're familiar with MacArthur Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. Please tell me anyone that can drive drunk on MacArthur because that road right, is it's so a kind of windy road. You yeah, cannot. Yeah. From yeah. the moment you hit MacArthur, it yeah. is completely windy and windy and windy. If I were tipsy or drunk, I would have gotten an accident long before what I did. So, um, so yeah, so I'm proceeding to drive home. I'm almost there and I feel myself getting tired. It's like, you know, just everything about sitting in traffic and everything else, it just caught up with me. Sure. And... I felt myself kind of like doze. And I'm like, whoa, all right, that was weird. You know, so let me get myself together. So I keep driving and um, roll down the windows, turn the music up a little louder. And like literally, I just woke up and I heard like a big pop. So I hit like something mm. small. And then um, right after that, uh, it woke me up. And then I slammed on brakes and turned my wheel as I was about to go into another tree. So um, as soon as that happened, I just sat there like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I just fell asleep. Right. I called my husband. Of course, he didn't answer because he's on the football field. Called my sister. And she's like, are you OK? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. She's like, do you need me to come get you? Um, are you still sleepy? I was like, I'm awake now. <laughs> you know, I said, wide uh, awake now. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm wide awake now. I'm good. <laughs> so I was like, I'll 
I'll be there in a few minutes because I'm literally down the street. So she's like, all right. So I get there and uh, she was just like, yeah, you look exhausted. She was like, just, you know, go lay down. Yes. I got the kids. You're good. And, you know, that was it. And as soon as I got home, I text Ashley. I was like, oh, my God, I legit right. just fell asleep. Now, if you're filming a reality show and you know on the inside that you really got into an accident because you're drunk, do you really think you're going to invite the cameras to see all of that? Like, come on. Let's not yeah, be stupid. Yeah, so that's a good point. it totally caught me off guard. And even when we got on the bus the next day and I told everyone that I had the accident, the first thing out of Giselle's mouth wasn't, oh, my God, are you OK? It was, was y'all drinking? You know, so it was like it was perfect for them. It was like the perfect situation for them. Um, and, and, and I never denied. There was no reason for me to deny because I knew why I got into my accident and, and yeah. I knew I was telling the truth. So there was no reason for me to hide behind it. So when they kept saying you didn't own it, I was like, as soon as you asked me, I said, yes, I, me and Ashley had drinks with our lunch. Sure. I said I had two drinks. But then Ashley goes behind my back and starts saying, yeah, she had four martinis. And she was, you know, if that was the case and you strongly believe that, why didn't you say that right there when I was sitting there? Right. Why didn't right. you correct me, yeah. so to speak, when I said two? Why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you say how many you had? You couldn't even count your own drinks, but yet you can count mine? Okay, so really? it, it, tell me this. Like, over the years, you know, I, I watch all the franchises, so I'm, I'm very addicted to the show. But I've heard over the years that various castmates get let go, don't get asked back, based on the, dr like the drama that they create or don't create. So so is that right. true? Like, are they always asking you guys to ratchet up the drama? Do they? No, it, it comes naturally for some people, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially if they don't have a lot going on. Then they're going to focus on what you're doing Other and people. try to nitpick. You know, some of these women like literally will nitpick every little thing you say, you know, yeah. every little thing you do, everything, little thing you say, and they'll make it a story for them. You right. know, so with me, I don't focus so much on other people in that way because I have enough going on. You know, like right. I, I'm, I'm happy. My husband's amazing. I have two young kids, um, especially now. I'm like, I'm pregnant. So I'm really thinking, I'm really not thinking about them. Um, but yeah, and it's a problem for some people. You know, they just they don't have anything else interesting, I guess, to talk about other than me. <laughs> yeah, you were a big. I mean, you were a Seriously, serious focal uh -huh. point this year. And I guess one more question, then we're kind of move on to not for lazy moms because I want to find out how you guys are liking the podcasting world and and what people can expect. Yeah. Um, but you seem to be the only friend that Karen Huger has on the show, and you were the only one, at least in the reunion, that didn't pile onto her financial issues. I'm assuming you probably have. Some knowledge that the public isn't privy to but like I mean are you know Michael or Ashley Darby's husband kind of really questioned their business decisions You're, you and your husband are in business I right. mean do you think it's odd that they never sort of had accountants I mean is there something fishy about that story because certainly they make it sound on Bravo that there is something fishy about that story well no um, so I know more about what Ray does. So Karen has had conversation with me and we've even talked to Ray directly. And the issue came about because Ray's company acquired another company. That company that they acquired had tax issues. So uh, they knew Ray knew when he acquired the company that there were tax issues. But, you know, um, I don't know if anybody's ever had any tax issues when they start piling on penalty and interest. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, Chris and I have had a real estate company that went south because of uh, other business partners. And we had to deal with that same thing. So maybe I was a little bit more understanding because we had went through that before. Right. Um, I'm but currently yeah. being audited. So oh I know gosh, the fun. nightmare. Oh, God. It's so a much fun. fucking nightmare. It's so crazy. <laughs> it is. And, you know, you just, yeah, I mean, boy, and if you don't have one little thing, I mean, they just yeah. use that to keep keep it going. Keep it and going. then you have to keep appealing. And then right. you've got to have a, you know, tax guy and an audit attorney and yada, yada. So, yeah. okay, keep going. So, they, yeah, so, so basically you, you guys knew. Yeah. So if you already have 
uh, a company that had tax debt, um, maybe they did not realize how much the debt was and how much the penalty and interest was that was piling on every single month. Well, that actually so, makes sense because Ray said, you know, last night he was like this. I didn't know this was going to become a personal issue. So right. that makes sense. Right. That's so, what happened. Yeah. So and that's pretty much what happened. So he mentioned to Karen uh, the fact that, you know, like this company has tax issues. But you got to think about Karen's perspective. She is a kept woman whose husband has handled everything for her in, in finances since she's been married to right, him. Why right. would she question the fact that this will become something bigger course, if yeah. he is basically handling it and has always handled it? So yeah. that's why she she would tell me, you know, when we had our one on one conversation, she was like, oh, my God, I was so spoiled. She right. said because she would tell me the way you handle you and Chris's finances. She said that's not how me and Ray work. Right. So because in the beginning I couldn't understand it either because I know how I handle finances with my husband, but she showed me another way of that marriages function. So um, so I just listened to her and a lot of the conversations that she and I had I kept between us. Yeah. Because out of respect for her, even when Cass would ask, you know, oh what did Karen say? I was, oh Karen was you know she came with her nice car and you. You know, she drank a bottle of champagne. I drank a half a bottle of Camus and I kept it light. I never right. gave any detail because it's not my business to tell. So and I respected that because who wants to go through financial issues and publicly go through right. it? You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, a lot. Yeah. I, can I just say that like yes. watching watching uh, the reunion and stuff last night, just, you know, you and Karen, like it all class handled everything so well. And then you look at Ashley and Michael and I'm just saying there's there's drama that's like, you know, you want to watch. It's juicy. It's good. You know, I'm a Real Housewives viewer, too. But this drama that they do, it's just like desperate and sad and slimy. And I just well, you mean between the two of them. Yeah. yeah. Just like their whole story, how they act. I mean, his behavior towards Ray it was just like, oh, I hate it. So I hate low. it the way it was I, so embarrassing. I'm hitting Karen the whole time. Like, oh, my God. Like, I can't I couldn't believe the way that he was talking to another successful man. Awful. You know, uh-huh. and I'm like, um, you've been through things, too, in your in your company. So don't sit here and act like you're just so perfect. No one ever gets to a, a, a great place in life just by breezing on by. Everybody goes through things. I wanted to hear more on that. Why, by the way, okay, why do some season, why do some uh, housewives get three parts? You guys only had two. I felt like there was like more, so many like dead end things that I want to know more. I'm like, oh why aren't God. they doing a part three? <laughs> How does yeah, yeah. that work? It should, it definitely should have been a three part. Um, it just depends on the network and, and production and how they piece together everything. But I do feel like there was so much left on the table. There were yes. so many questions that weren't answered. Um, I walked away disappointed and I felt like there wasn't closure for me even, you know, right. so I can imagine how the viewers felt watching it. Um, because the, I mean, there was so much focus on some, some like, like, Stuff that just had nothing, like the whole like going to Karen's house and wondering if she lives there. That could have been eliminated. <laughs> Seriously, we all know. So she does live there, right? Yeah, she lives there. Who like, cares? okay, okay. I, but, but just, the, what the issue was that, is that did she look had, slightly staged. I mean, it did. And I and you know Ashley's been on this show. I'm a big fan. I know I live in Arlington, so I see yeah. them often. And oh, I've sorry. always had <laughs> <laughs> I've always had very great interactions with them. But it's I'm sure much much different when you're filming a show and you know if you don't have drama, you don't have the show. That's kind of what it's about to some degree. So. Right. Um, I don't know why they, you know, they they love to stir the pot. It seems like on the show, which is great as a viewer, but I'm sure yeah. hard to receive. So I think some people look at uh, like Ashley and Michael and they think because they're putting so much of their dirt on the show that they're being authentic and they're being real. But to me, 
How real is that? Like, how how often do people just leave outside and just like let the whole world know all of their business and all of their drama? Exactly. You know, I'm just a yep. person who chooses to be happy. And as I'm going through things, you would never know because I just feel like it's none of your business. Right. <laughs> you know, like if I want to share and tell that story of whatever I'm going through, that's one thing. But it doesn't have to be every time every year you have all of these issues that you're putting out there and it's like how do people look up to you and your marriage and and see how you work through things because all we get is watching you have drama the entire season and then magically the reunion comes always and we're in a great city (laughs) the world is so beautiful we're stronger than ever oh my goodness yeah so how did you do that that's what i want to see how did you figure that out you know, Chris and I have like really stupid arguments that turn into major things, right. which I think is very relatable mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times that's how arguments happen. They stem from something really small and then other issues start spilling out. And, you know, if I can show you that I'm going to do it the best that I can and be real about it and then show you how we got through it. You know, Chris and I will talk our way through anything like we'll right. sit down, we'll have conversations and uh, and we're open, you know, when it comes to that. But I'm not about to throw my marriage under the bus, you know, just so that people can say, oh, yeah, there's it's that drama and they're being authentic. To me, that's just crazy. Like that, that has to be miserable. Well, also a little uncomfortable to watch, like I, the conversations right. they were having. I'm like, oh, that's. Not entertaining. It was just awkward. Well, it's hard to hear it about your mom, you know, like whether or not to what degree it's true or or embellished or not. But, Mm -hmm. you know, they make it sound like he definitely has a problem with her mom. And then at the end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like there were so many things that just were didn't make sense. You know, all of a sudden now they're like having a baby, which is great. But like I want to know how they got through that. How did you get past the fact that you were that you were trashing her mom? And then Ashley goes back and tells the mom what he said, what he said. How did y'all work through that? I really well, want to know. He I'll said to her, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> "Okay, we're sitting here. We need your yeah, answer." We, well, right. I mean, he also said to her, "I don't want you to raise our child." Like he, right? That's I mean, so offensive. Like stuff. I don't trust you as as to become a mom. I mean, that's just a gut punch right there. Right, and then the uncle who is like a dad to her. Yeah, he, right. I mean, he said. I mean, he said some strong things. And then he said, he just wants you to be his trophy. He doesn't want any kids with you. What happened with that? I want to know. I know. Now, like, how did y'all work through that? Now, they're fine. They're fine. They're good. Oh, that's good. Because you work on the show and you don't know. So I'm like, okay, good. If you don't I, know, we're all. I have no clue. And I, I would really love to know. You know, I have some issues I need to work out with my mother-in-law. So maybe if somebody can help me out. We didn't really focus on that this season, huh? We didn't really that's get. because she didn't come around. Because Chris was like, uh-uh. Oh, well, he's <laughs> no way. She, she was like, Oh, no. Are you going to address that at all on Not For Lazy Moms on your podcast? Are you guys going to talk anything about... For season two, we're going to talk about... We're going to do a topic called uh, in-laws, just in general, you know? So we're definitely going to talk about it. Not this season of the podcast, but definitely season two. We're, we're, we've been discussing it, and I think it's it's something that needs to be uh, oh, yeah. talked about. Like, seriously, because a lot of people, um, especially when they saw my mother-in-law on the show, they just thought because Chris was this athlete and he has a bunch of money that, oh, his mom probably thinks you're a gold digger and that's why she treats you that way. But Chris has other brothers. You know, it's four of those guys. Right. And he has um, two other brothers that are also married uh, who have been married for a very long time who go through the same thing. With her. With her. Really? So, yeah. So, you know, 10 people don't tell the same lie. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, you know? um, let's talk about that. We're live on Facebook. If you have a question for Monique Samuels, one of the stars of Real Housewives for Potomac, you can leave it on my Facebook right now. Just go to Sarah Fraser Pages. We'll read those at the end. Uh, Not for Lazy Moms is a brand. It's a blog, and now it's a podcast. Yes. And I know you were, you know, Andy was asking you about this. That some people are not in favor of the name. They weren't really because it's like implies that some moms are lazy, which I do know some lazy moms, but that's. <laughs> It's yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm just going to leave it there. It's funny because but, I really haven't gotten that much uh, oh, you have? of okay. a backlash. Honestly, like, I didn't know uh, I didn't know where that was coming from. He even mentioned um, the backlash from using essential oils. And I'm looking like, oh, this is news to me because everybody like the hundred thousand people that come on to our site every month seem to like it, <laughs> you know, in, in other countries. Yeah. And, here and, and, I, and I handle the like I look at social media every day and I've never seen anything like that. Yes. Yeah, so Ali, really? Ali does the yeah. social media for Not For Lazy Moms. Um, a lot of people, they'll be talking to Ali thinking they're talking to me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I don't do <laughs> social media, but I do comment. And, you know, now I'll, I'll um, check in every now and then uh, when we have questions. But, yeah, um, I've gotten a great response. And a lot of people who actually did go, uh, a lot of people who heard the name. Mm-hmm. Once they went to the site, they were like, then they would message me and say, oh, my God, when I first read the name, I was kind of like, uh, what does this mean? But when I read your mission and I went to the site, I was like, oh, my God, I totally get it. So I, I haven't gotten a lot of heat for it at all. Um, there are so many businesses and websites out there now that call moms lazy, that say the lazy mom for lazy mom. You know, yes. so I wanted to do something that was the opposite um, and then have a play on words that would basically, you know, grasp your attention and, and make you want to say, what what the heck is this? And the site is great. Yeah. Thank you. And, and really, it's like the mission is like to empower moms. Right. And, you know, I was telling Monique, one of my girlfriends who's a new mom, I was meeting her for dinner and she was like, I wanted to honestly roll here in like sweatpants and a sweatshirt because I'm exhausted. But I thought about not for lazy moms. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put on a new blouse, you know, some heels and wear makeup tonight. And she was like, and I feel better. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of just it's supposed to empower you yeah Yeah. and then also it's a community so right I'm not a mom who has all of the answers this was just a vision I had because I enjoy sharing with other moms before I started the website um I had friends who would basically hand my number out to other friends and new moms and they would text me asking me for natural remedies and different tips on how to do things so I'm on my phone doing not for lazy moms in in essence um so eventually I said you know what one of my friends said you need to just put everything you know on a website this way we don't have to keep bugging you and I was like you know what that's a great idea and one day my mom um she was watching me my daughter had a double ear infection which I uh got rid of using natural remedies using garlic poultices and um and uh, essential oils and it was a whole combination of things that I did that I did and I tried it and it worked took her back to the doctor both ear and ears were cleared okay so it worked you know so um, my mom watched me and she saw how how much time it took and she said wow what you're doing is not for the lazy and I was like huh not for lazy moms I think that's it you know and that's how oh, I came up with the great, name yeah yeah so um, it was inspired by my mom making a comment to me and I know there's so many other moms who do what they have to do in order to make things work in life you know whether they're using essential oils or whether they're using Tylenol it doesn't matter right. share your tips let me know 
how you get by. How do you get out the door and have your hair fully done and your makeup done and <laughs> your outfit matches and your kids look good as well? Tell me how to do that because I want to learn and I want to do that too and share it with the world, you know, on this yeah. website. So that's what it is. It's not just saying that we know all of the tricks and I know everything because some questions I'll get and I tell people flat out, um, yeah, I don't have any uh, knowledge in that area, <laughs> but I'll find somebody who does. <laughs> I love it. Well, I want the nanny. I mean, that's why I'm working really. And I always tell my interns, you guys are going to babysit my kid and I don't give a damn. Like, I'm just saying, here, you watch it. Oh, you wait till you have that kid. You're uh-huh. going to be so territorial. I know. You're, I mean, because you're going to have I your way. That, yeah. You are. You're going to have your way of doing things. And once you have that baby in your arms, you're not going to trust anybody with it. And you're not going to feel like anybody can do what you do for that child, no matter how many kids oh, they bet. might have. I'm telling you. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, so you guys talk about everything on the show. Your husband's a co-host. Um, yes. And then is it your cousin? Yes. Cousin oh. Hank, the forever bachelor. Cousin Hank. <laughs> he's great, too. He's hilarious. And you cover everything from parents being jealous, sex after baby. Yes. Uh, so how are you guys coming up with the topics? Is that based on like what people want to know from you? Do you guys all sit around and brainstorm? How do you do it? We brainstorm and um, we'll just like randomly throughout the day I have notes in my phone where if my kid says something or if I notice me doing something I'll jot it down and Allie does the same thing so she'll like send me a text or email like oh my god what do you think about these topics and what we do before we go into the studio we'll have like a little session at Starbucks and we'll look at all of the topics and just see which one are we feeling today and we'll build off of it by asking questions by doing some research um, before we even get to the studio so once once we sit down it's like we're just having a conversation and And then you're gone you're just like you guys yeah. go. Yeah, oh, you yeah. seemed very like you all had good chemistry. Like, and you're very comfortable opening the mic, opening, closing the show. You, it was yeah. really good. Thank you. Thank you. And Ali is hilarious. I cannot wait. <laughs> My favorite episode is episode seven. It's called Birth Stories. And we're telling um, moms to be in, uh, in, in even, you know, trying to get the other moms who have already been there before to just kind of like uh, reminisce about when they went into labor and tell your birth story. And Allie's birth story is so funny. <laughs> what happened? Oh my God. See, that's like the scariest part. I feel like the giving birth, like what are you going to do, Monique? Are you getting, oh are you God. epidural or no epidural? Because I, listen, I, I can't re- Listen, <laughs> no, I, just one thing about this episode that I will, that I will tease. It is, it's so funny. Like you're, I didn't expect this episode to be funny. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until 6. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. 
It was just like we're telling a birth story, and it you never, was yeah. hilarious. It was probably it's my favorite episode out it's of all mine twelve. Too. Honestly, like I played yeah. it for my husband when we were driving somewhere, and he was like <laughs> laughing so hard because he and I never thought that my birth story was funny, but then. <laughs> We, he was like cracking up. He was like, oh my gosh, I never thought of it like that. Like everything that happened, it was yes. just, yeah. And it, it, So I'll just give you a little piece. So when I start out, I'm telling about, I'm telling a story about how I want it to be natural. And I'm like, oh you know, God. I'm trying my best. No. I was, I had to, I had to get induced because my son was a week late. So I was 41 weeks with him and I labored for six hours naturally off of Pitocin, which makes your contractions even stronger. Unreal. Oh so, my God. Unreal. So I'm telling this oh. story. And then Allie, when she starts her story, she was like, I didn't want to feel anything. I just wanted the Epidore right when I walked in. And she's like, you know, I felt one contraction. I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. Pick <laughs> me up when it's time. I would be too. So what I love about it is that Ali and I are like complete opposites with certain approaches. So that's what makes our chemistry so great is because like she'll be telling me like, oh, I don't you know, she kind of teaches me to not sweat so many different things. And then I'm showing her some things that, you know, she might want to like tighten up on. Like, oh, I go home and I'm like, here's a new mom right here. We need to do this, this, this. And I'm trying to be more laid back, you know, because I'm very like. I'm very particular. I am. So um, she helps me to just kind of like, you know, let the reins down a little bit and just chill out a little bit. <laughs> so you know? how much of your life do you do with essential oils? Like everything? Every day. Really? Every, every day. day. So every night. Every remedy. Headaches, earaches. Everything. And you know what's crazy about it? It's less and less of it because of it. Really? So my kids rarely get sick now. My son had terrible allergies when he was one and a half, which is why I started using essential oils. And... um. He rarely, like, he has not had a sinus infection, and he's five and a half. It's been four years, you know. So, and and then it teaches you, uh, for me, allergies. That's such a big thing. You oh know? yeah, especially so, here in the DC area. It's oh like, my it's god, crazy. Yeah, it's, it is. And one thing for me that we don't think about is we treat one portion of what's triggered by allergies because that's what we feel. We treat the nose, but we don't treat the ears. We don't treat the eyes and the mouth and all of those other things. So with my kids, if they have a runny nose, I'm putting oils around their ears. I'm putting oils on their throat. I'm doing all of it because those same little germs that cause that, you know, nose to run are going to just move. You know, your ear, nose and throat are connected. Right. <laughs> so it's right. like just simple tricks like that that people don't think about yeah. is so helpful. So it's like, oh, you can eliminate this really fast if you treat all three areas. So my kids, they get oils every single day before they go to bed and they will come tell me, mommy, daddy didn't put oils on us. <laughs> I <laughs> you hear know? that on your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Chris gets like a lot of they're like you didn't put the oils on right? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and they love it. They love it. If they get hurt, they're the first thing they're saying is, "Mommy, I need oils." Now, are any of the housewives going to be on your podcast at all? Not for season one, possibly for season two. Okay. So yeah, I have a, a good topic that I'm thinking about doing, and um, I, and it will incorporate a lot of the cast members. Really? So yeah, I think it would be really fun, and um, and it, and it will definitely help some people. So um, I'm I'm putting it together. We'll see. Well, that's good. Well, they all hate you, so that'll be nice. Like <laughs> yeah, you, guys you know, it's like together. I can, you know? I can see past the hate, so we can help other people. <laughs> uh, I want to get uh, Ali and Monique to weigh in on uh, two stories that have kind of gone uh, that have been trending, but there are a couple questions for you, uh, Monique, about this season uh, people want to know why was Sharice uh, Jackson Jordan on the reunion when she wasn't really a regular on the season 
Well, um, a lot of times they bring the friend of the show um, on to the reunion for a few minutes. So, yeah, especially so if they there. caused so much drama. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. That's that's pretty typical for Bravo. They'll bring um, like a friend of the show. The ones that have friends, um, like uh, Atlanta, they brought on Eva Marcel. She was there um, during the reunion for a oh, little while. Yes. So they, that's typical. Um, Marlo was there. So, um, oh my god, Marlo is my favorite. Who do you yeah. like, by the way, for other housewives? Oh are you like friends with them all? Because it does seem like they all now group you together. You go on watch what happens. Live. Who are yeah. you like friends with? Actually? Oh my god. Okay, so uh, I talk to Portia a lot over text message. Um, that's she's my girl. She's smarter she, in real life. Than she's they, amazing, they, and she's thing. so funny. <laughs> they do don't they make her out to be so they dumb? They do, I mean, but they you know what, what they do. It's it almost seems like once you get on this show. Um, if you if you if you say anything the wrong way, they'll <laughs> lump you into a category. I'm the bragger, but you never hear me brag. Like my parents and my I mean my family didn't it's even so know. So down to earth. They didn't yeah. know how many houses we had until they watched the show. Like all of my cousins were calling. They were like, "Oh, we didn't know you bought more houses," and they never even knew because we don't talk about stuff like that. Sure. So they kind of like I think once Portia made that comment about the Underground Railroad, um, that kind of yeah. labeled her, and then they just kept going. With they run it, with you know? it. Yeah, they run with it. So and if you have enough cast members saying the same thing you start to believe it but then you'll look back and say wait why did they say that you know right. I'm the bragger but how do, how do you know how many cars I have think about yeah. it did I ever tell anybody or did Giselle count my cars and then yeah, bring she it came up? to your house actually she dressed as a caterpillar and then she like <laughs> inched her way to your garage yeah and then she peeked in yeah <laughs> so yeah so it's, it's like it, I think it's the same as that but um and then um on Married to Medicine uh, I talk to Dr. Simone all the time that's like my big sis I love her too. she's amazing she's really cool but um on Dallas I talked to a lot of the Dallas women uh, really Le- yeah Leanne and Deandra oh I um, love them too and, oh, I'm so heartbroken because I'm like they're going through something and I'm like, both of y'all are my girls. Like, what's going on? And I talked to Carrie Duber as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I have befriended a lot of um, housewives and just other, you know, Bravo lebs that I totally love. And they're even more cool in person. Oh, so, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, Tamika that... from Southern Charm, New Orleans. Oh, um, yeah. OK. I, I love that show. Love her. She's really sweet. Like, she's she's amazing. So it's nice to see. Um, the women off camera yeah. because um, you only get a certain dimension of them you know right. like even with me you know you, you get a small piece of them when I met Nene Leakes in person for the first time I was so blown away like she really? is so sweet so amazing very chill like she was that. she was really cool her and Cynthia um, just amazing women so there it's it's really nice how are you I mean I could talk to you guys for two hours so we, we have <laughs> to wrap it up but I mean are I mean those women have become larger than life to some extent you yes. know uh Nene Leek says, Kim Zolciak, for better or worse, um, you know, a, a lot of them, Erica Jane. So, yeah. I mean, is that your goal or do you never care if you get, because, I mean, they've really transcended their, you know, their memes, their pop culture people. Nene's been in movies and, and oh, TV. Yeah. So is that the goal for you or you're like, you just want to kind of keep your life yeah, I, I like keeping my life how it is. Um, yeah. I get invited to go to different parties, even some paid events where they're like, oh, can you make an appearance? And I turn them down because yeah. at the end of the day, I would much rather be home with my kids and my husband. And that's kind of like what we do. That's why I was so um, that's why the whole uh, Monique is a social climber thing in Potomac was hilarious to me because I was like, I guess I'm social climbing in my own house <laughs> up my steps because you have to be social <laughs> to be a social climber. And um I'm not that social. Like I am when I, I see people you. and you know, but I I like being home and just like with my family. Like we got in the pool yesterday, which I hate. I, I like to look at the pool. I don't like getting in. Is it the but- chlorine? 
it's just everything. Okay. <laughs> like, I just, I don't like being wet unless I'm in a shower. <laughs> like, seriously. And my kids are in, they're taking swim lessons. And the swim instructor said, it's really helpful if they see both parents in the water. And I'm just like, eh. So my kids are like, mommy, are you going to get in? We want to see you swim. I'm like, oh, God. So I'm like, okay. I got in the pool. Then my daughter's like, mommy, I want to see you go underwater. I'm like, oh, man. Really? So I did it. I took one for the team. I went underwater. Hair got wet. Had to wash it when I got out and redo it. Oh, it's the whole process. Oh, it's a nightmare. It yeah, is. it is. So, but, you know, but but I'd rather do that and make my kids happy. And, you know, if, if things take off and go a different direction, um, I'm open to it, but I'm not pressed for it. I can't wait. I hope you become one of those essential oil people that you see at Metro. They're always pushing the oils. They're like, oh, you want to try these? I'm like, yeah, load me up. Like, <laughs> okay, they're like $19.99. Like, you know, I'm like, all right, sure. Uh, by the way, uh, we have a lot of questions on Facebook, but I'll answer this one. I'll ask you this one and then we'll move on. Uh, other than lavender, Elsa wants to know, other than lavender, what do you suggest as a room freshener, Monique? Oh, my God. There's an oil called Purification by Young Living. What I do, <clears throat> okay, so there's a few. So, you have, yeah, here we go. You get me excited. See, now this is what I can do all day. I love talking to oils. Um, there's an oil by Young Living called Purification. Okay. And there's another one called Thieves. Okay. And there's Ooh. another one called Joy. Okay. I love to diffuse those three. All at all once. The yeah. Put okay. them all together at once. You can do like, you know, two or three drops of each one okay. all at the same time. It will have your house smelling amazing. But not only does it smell good, it actually purifies and cleanses the air. Ooh. So, yeah. So it's really good. So it's like um, Thieves is an antibacterial, antifungal. You know, so when my kids are in school, when they come home, that's what's diffusing. And then it makes you feel happy, you know. So, um, but yeah, that's what I have going. And it will kill like airborne germs. And, you know, like if they come home with a like, you know, school germs, you know, oh, so yeah, I just come yeah. home, like wash your hands, wash your face immediately. I know. Um, but yeah, but it helps to keep the air clean so that they're breathing clean, you know, air and they're not keeping all those germs that they might have caught while they were at school. Um, <laughs> so switching gears over the weekend, the Huffington Post had an article and I, I wondered this because, you know, Monique, your husband, Chris, is obviously a very successful football player. But I mean, I think in the relationship, you're the hotter one. You know, so, <laughs> no offense, Chris. But anyway, the Huffington Post came out with this story that a lot of people are single because uh, about 30 percent of the time they spend online trying to hit up somebody that is far more out, is out of their out league. Of their league. Oh, gosh. Far better looking, way out of their league, business wise, um, financially, the whole nine yards. So they're saying a lot of people need to stop complaining because they're not realistic about who they can date. Right. I think people need to stop being so vain. You know, like um, yes. you don't want to date a face. You want to date a personality, mm -hmm. you know, right. <laughs> you know, you want somebody that brings something to the table. Um, so with, with me and my husband, we were like best friends. Like we loved each other's energy. We enjoyed each other's company. So all of that other stuff just didn't really matter. And, and when I look at him, he's fine as I don't know what. Like yeah. he's big. He's dark. He's handsome. He's strong. I love how large he is. Like he is such a large <laughs> he's human. A dude. Yeah, he's oh, a my God. He has the best smile and the best teeth. I used to always be jealous of his teeth until I got mine's fixed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I had to get braces like late in life. But um, but yeah, he's amazing. And he and oh my God, he he's just his voice. Everything about him just gets me excited. I mean, you've been <laughs> in the football world for a long time. I mean, you must see a lot of women trying to get with guys who've played football, play football. I yeah. mean, 
okay, is it worth trying? But then I look at Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande, and I'm like, look, there's an example of a guy who went for it, and it actually worked out. Wow. Well, I mean, for some people it works out. For some people it doesn't. It just depends on what is attracting you to that person. If you're just looking at their pocket and what they can do for you, good luck. You know, because that's not going to end in happiness. You know, for me, I really just wanted a person that was down, that was loyal, um, had all the play out of his system and and really appreciates me. And one thing I love about my husband, he is so confident. I love that was the one thing that attracted me to him immediately was his confidence. I was like so turned on by that. I was like, he does not care about anything. Right. (laughs) Like he is so into his own little world. And he does. He really I love that about him. So. Um, and he makes me feel confident. So it's, I know it's that a beautiful is thing. what it's all about. Ellie, this is a picture of you and your husband and your little boy. Oh, yeah. But see, I think you and your husband are well matched. No, okay. So to me, like Matt is so much hotter than me. So <laughs> I'm like, yes, I feel thankful that he saw my personality. Like you are so what? funny. I'm not see, even kidding. I think you guys are totally. <laughs> yeah, that's hotness. me with like a lot of makeup, like doing my hair and stuff. I mean, <laughs> it's so annoying because he can just like wake up and look great. He doesn't yeah. need to put on mascara and that's stuff. Most it's men. Just, You've it's so seen un- me just waking up. But it's so annoying. <laughs> it's not like this. Oh, let's get a before. Let's see a before. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'll show you a face. I don't know. Well, I know that I'm way hotter than Dan, and I constantly remind him. And then, like, I get all these guys that hit me up on Instagram. They're like, Dan's so lucky. And I'll screenshot it. You and then I'll send it to him. Absolutely. Especially when we're having an argument or whatever, I go, I have options. Yeah. And I, like, Be thankful I'm here. He's like, this person's name is Darth Sharder. Like, do you want to leave me for, like, Dark Sharder? 202. I'm like, I might. I might. That is so funny. So I'm like, yeah, uh. absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, I also want to do this other story, too, about the ugliest engagement rings. You guys both have gorgeous engagement rings. This story Oops. went viral about a year ago and then now has resurged as these are some of the ugliest engagement rings of all what time. in the world? <laughs> that is oh. interesting. What do you think? Yay or nay to that? I would never. No. <laughs> Not even for the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> Now, did you pick out your own rings? Oh, my husband did a great job. Yeah, same. Really? Yeah, he picked it out. And it's funny because he did not know my favorite cut was Asher. When he picked this ring out, he didn't even know it was an Asher cut. He had no clue. And um, when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, you got an Asher cut. That's my favorite. He's like, what, what's that? That's like, amazing. He had no idea. I've, I mean, I've never even heard. Like, that's amazing that he just did that. That was it was so weird. What do you think about this? <laughs> this like, also makes it's an ongoing oh. Reddit feed uh, of the ugliest engagement rings that people have ever been given. This one is a black ring with like pink diamonds. I mean, these look like, like I'd wear it for really. maybe like, a, you know, a dress up night out, but not. No. Every day. What did Matt do, Ellie? Oh. Matt picked the ring out himself. Matt has unbelievable taste. Okay, let's like, see he's your literally, ring. he's like the best dresser. He's oh, this, he's this, really this yeah. She's taking it off. Gonna, <laughs> what kind of is that a cushion? Wait, is a circle? What? I don't know, but this is gorgeous too. Now, what know. are you two doing? Are you keeping your rings forever? <laughs> or are you doing an upgrade? Yes, it is. Um, I mean, this is pretty gorgeous. I want to just keep stacking, amazing. like just keep stacking, so you can't even see my finger at some point. It's just all diamonds. <laughs> I love that. That's Every year. Oh, Lord. That's a really good one. That yeah. one was No, the hard one is what set this whole Reddit feed off. This is the ugliest engagement. This is number one. This is supposed to be the ugliest engagement ring of all time. It looks like a mood ring in the shape of a heart. Ring. Yeah. It looks like a, like a piece of candy that you just like spit out and didn't finish. <laughs> like one of those candies Something from back in the day. Something that your toddler would give you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't at all. I know. Isn't that awful? Wow. I, I feel like it's one of the... But you guys both have beautiful rings. What are you Thank doing? You. Now, have you ever think, upgraded or is this the original? No, this is the original. Um, so we got the two bands um, when we got married but um, I, I don't know 
know if I'll upgrade. If I do, I I don't know. Like, what do I do with this ring then? Like, where? Do oh, I you give it to your or? daughter. You oh, get a piece of jewelry no. for she every kid. She's not gonna be wearing this. <laughs> she is too little. <laughs> oh my gosh, can you imagine Melania rocking that? What? Oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. When she's older, you save it. Safety deposit box. Not even then. Get an upgrade. <laughs> She better get a good man and get her a ring. <laughs> she is not going to have my <laughs> ring. <laughs> I get. A, I have to ask you one. More. I was re, I was researching, of course, Monique having you on. I was like, God, I wonder if there's any big scandals for Monique or like any big drama that's happened. The only thing that I ever read is people over the years have accused you of skin bleaching. Oh my God! Can you? Believe, isn't that crazy? <laughs> you know, I'm looking at you today. I'm like, I'm, I was actually looking at your skin. I'm like, does it look like she's bleached? <laughs> I don't so see funny. it. It's so well, funny because means, when I first came to the show, I literally left Aruba early to to film, and um, because we, I mean, we were just thrown into this, you know? Yeah, right. And I had the best tan ever. Um, and Chris and I always travel in the winter time, so most times you don't ever see my true color because I'm always tanned. So when I came back from Aruba, everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, she's a brown girl!" And yes, yes, dark skinned girls, this and that and other. And I'm like, "Yeah, I had a great tan," you know. And then once I lost the tan, people were like, "Um, you're bleaching your skin." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" That would require me to bleach my entire body. Like, what? So then it's always funny because then when I go on vacation again and I'm taking pictures while I'm on vacation, they're like, oh, you got your color back. I'm like, yeah, it's called a tan, it's you geniuses. Yeah, but that is hilarious. Believe, I know I found these ongoing debates and YouTube debates and in the comments on oh and my. on about how you bleach your skin and your lying. So wow. It's just funny to me that people have nothing else to do. I mean, I could really. I not believe that the first time, I've only seen it a few times on Instagram where people will ask or people would assume and I'm like I don't bleach my skin why would I do that I'm proud of who I am I like my color and it's crazy because my my kids tan just like I do like I get I can get really really brown when me and my husband went to the Maldives I was almost his color to the point where I came back and people didn't even recognize me. They were like, wow. how'd you get that dark? And I was like, oh, I was, you know, I was right near the, the equator, you know? <laughs> I actually posted a picture of uh, of myself on Instagram before um, when I came, when I was in the Maldives and how brown I was. And na- the natives there were just like, oh my God, you look like us. You're like, you, you know, like you yeah. got really, really brown and you didn't even burn. And they were just like, you must be from here. So they even the natives would mess with me because they couldn't believe how easily I tan. But yeah, I, if some sun hits me, oh, I'm getting color like right away. I thought that was crazy. I was like, really? <laughs> I never see that, in, you yeah. know, in you. Yeah, it was, it was wild. All right, yep. we end the show on Mondays. We do this thing called Pineapple Mail, Monique and Allie, where we uh, read an email it can be a comment advice from listeners and I, I think this might I want to see if you guys have ever had this situation you can always email Sarah at heyphrase.com so this woman writes she says hey Sarah I'm reaching out to say thank you for being such an awesome inspiration and for sharing your journey to help others long story short I'm 42 years old I've struggled with my weight since I was 17 and thanks to you talking about your weight issues I ended up going to see Robin uh, who is my mindful eating therapist mindful living um, Robin Mize my first appo- appointment was super intense I had never been to a therapist before so many tears of relief and finally having someone who was there for me to just listen um i i wanted to work on my weight but initially and very quickly robin found out that i needed to work on my marriage i've been married for 20 years and we have three amazing children i was so unhappy due to so many things that had been left unsaid and unsolved between my husband and me i was ready to throw in the towel and get divorced after a few sessions with robin by myself she started telling me that our marriage could be saved and that it wouldn't take very much. In my bitterness, uh, of course, I was thinking, this woman is absolutely crazy and just doesn't get it. There's no way this can be uh, overturned. 
I'm done. But sure enough, my husband started noticing the seriousness of the situation and started coming to sessions with me. After just a few sessions, we are more in love than ever and have found a way to better communicate and respect the ways of each other. I know there's no magic here and that it will require constant work like any other marriage, but we now have the tools to deal with each situation that arises. I just wanted to say thank you. So have you guys ever, uh, and I have been open about this too, but Dan, who's my boy, he's almost my fiance. I'm having yes. a kid next year and I'm getting married. I was going to say, I know that's right. I've had it. Amazing. Speaking, claiming, honey. <laughs> I, I just have to like push him a little bit. You know, he's like, <laughs> I have to tell him every step. Anyway, that's a long story. I swear he's not mute. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, but we went to um, couples therapy after a couple years of dating because Dan is just so not emotional. Hmm. Like it really took a long time to turn on the emotions of like checking in with each other and what are your highs and lows. So I've shared oh God, all that. Yeah. Have either of you guys gone to any therapy and like has it made a huge difference. Yeah, you oh, were saying yeah. that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Matt and I were going before we got engaged. I um, love that. It's, I feel like it's made us so strong. Like we're able to communicate before I was so bad in relationships. I was just like irrational. He and I would fight and I would leave. Like I would get in the car and drive off and be she like, is, we're done. She's my husband. Yeah. Like she acts really? just Chris like my like husband. That? Yes. Oh, wow. That's why they get along so well. I know They're the we same do. people. Yeah. They really are. And then me I feel like and her we have husband a similar upbringing are, too. Yes. Yeah. Me and her husband are a lot alike in some of our um, beliefs and how we do things as well. And our backgrounds are similar. So mm-hmm. it's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, Chris was like, he was like that too. Like he, not very emotional. Um, right. He grew up with just brothers. Um, yeah, so did Dan. No Three affection. boys. Yeah. yeah. It's like no affection. Like he wouldn't even hold my hand. And when people see him now and they're like, oh my God, your husband is so this and he's so perfect and he's so nice. I'm like, y'all have no idea. We've been together 12 years total. Right. So that it's was a, a long journey. A lot of work. That's why I would be darned if my husband ever leaves me. Please. <laughs> I'm going to be cutting some things no. off. <laughs> he ain't got no choice. Because that's a lot of harder. Uh, oh. a lot of hard work I didn't put in. That's true. <laughs> Nobody's going to benefit from that but me. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for being on. I'm so grateful. It's Not For Lazy Moms is the website. It's the podcast on iHeart, on Google Play, on iTunes. You guys are terrific. Thank no you. announcement yet about season four, but we're hoping that it comes back and that you'll be on it, Monique, because we'll we're see. so good. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. And hopefully you'll make some more friends. I mean, my God, they all hate you. I don't know. I know. I know. It's you and Karen like, Huger. That's it. And Candace. <laughs> and Candace. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. See ya. Hey, friends,